Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, this is your host, Tim, aka Murdy. And this week, I am joined by a very loaded pod again. Uh, first up, we have both halves of Alice, Shannon Alice. Hey, what up, Sam? Uh, we also have Nico. Hey, everybody. We have Juliet. Hello. And joining us from Korea, we have Ash. What? It's Ash. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Welcome back. So as always, we're going to do comebacks and debuts first. Uh, mostly comebacks? I think it's just comebacks. Yeah. First up, we had the comeback of Day 6 with uh, the song You Were Beautiful. They had another song like earlier, right? That we never talked about, I feel like. No, no, we talked. Whoa, okay. Oh, did we? Okay, cool. Uh, this is hurting me. We talked about it. <laughs> they're they're okay. doing like a thing on the on the 6th of every month, Day 6. And they um... released two songs throughout the whole year. Wow. So finally that's... getting the time they deserve from JYP. All right, that's cute. So yeah, they have they have this song, uh, You Were Beautiful. I wasn't like a huge fan of it. I didn't think it was bad. Uh, it's just not really a song for me. But whoever sings at the very beginning, I love that dude's voice. Like he has such a nice voice. And the video was cute, but I don't like videos like this. The like romance, two couples that aren't, or like a couple that has nothing to do with what's going on or whatever. Obviously it's relevant to the song, I guess, but I don't like videos like that. I like videos with, the group in it so there's that um but yeah like like i said it wasn't a song for me but it's nice and that that one dude who sings at the beginning i like his voice a lot oh sorry juliet you what oh i thought you tried to i heard nico breathe so i thought he was gonna say something. <laughs> <laughs> juliet what you're crazy okay it's, 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 it's not Jay at the beginning. and i was gonna say something um, go ahead well, I was just going to say, I thought just like Tim, actually, first of all, I told, I said this earlier, but everybody that we're going to talk about today are all people I've kind of heard of or like seen on Variety, but I've never actually heard any of their music. So everything for me is kind of new. So excuse me if I say anything crazy about these people, if they're a fan, if you're a fan of theirs. Um, day six, I started watching the video and the first guy that sang, I was like, wow, he has a really nice voice. And then the second guy that sang, I said, wow, he has a really nice voice. So then that means I started to like it. I love the melody and the verses. It actually reminds me of like late nineties, early two thousands rock, kind of like, uh, it's like very all American rejects. Yeah. All American rejects, like you two, like stuck in the moment type of deal. I really liked it. I really liked it. And I, it had subtitles, so I was able to see the lyrics. It actually made me tear up by the end a little bit. You know, just, I don't know. There was something about it. It was kind of melancholic. Like, I don't know. It, which is up my alley. Like, I love really emo music, stuff that makes me feel things. So I was on. Why was it, it emo, Nico? I don't, well, here's the thing the video, this, the girl, she's like watching what I assume are memories of her in a past relationship or i don't know what well it's funny because it's actually like almost a continuation like the couple in the video i know tim said like he it like bugs them but it's actually the same couple from the their debut video congratulations where it's basically like the girl cheats on him and it's a song that about from the guy who gets cheated on to her like oh congratulations like you found someone else blah 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 
and like this is the same couple and it's like him thinking back on the good parts of their relationship but okay well then that makes sense because then the girl who was the cheater i guess is the crying then is because maybe she's looking back on the relationship and realizing what a mistake she made by cheating maybe like i think yeah, Look, yeah the I think connections open, are yeah. coming together Look at that. But it was just, I don't know, man. The thing I love about K-pop really is, like, without the lyrics, it's open to a lot of interpretation from somebody like me who doesn't speak Korean. And it just, I don't know, it just, the you were beautiful was just so specific to me. Like, I don't know, man, it just hit me. But I, I liked it a lot. I'll probably give it some more listens. I liked it, too. I I mean, I'm actually a big basic fan. I like the music a lot. Um, it's actually funny. It's, Billboard at the end of 2016 came out with their top K-pop albums, and Day Six was like I think second. They were pretty. Their their album last year was really good too. Never never mind how they messed up that comeback, but uh, they always have like solid music, and they've only been around for like a year and a half, so they haven't gotten as much promo. But they're like Nico said, they're all super talented. The, the first two people who sing are Jay and uh, Brian or Young K. Young K is actually my favorite, but it they they all have great voices. They're all super talented, and yeah, I don't know. I, I like the song a lot. I thought I, I agree with Nico. Yeah, I liked it, but I wasn't like super excited. It wasn't as catchy as is it I wait or I'll wait or something. But yeah. I think what you said is really accurate. It their music is so solid and I think it's a really solid like non-title track. I'm shocked that JYP actually let them out of the dungeon to release some music so I'm just glad to hear that they have something out. Yeah we get them I'm all year. I'm shocked that they're actually yeah giving them this very reasonable comeback schedule and sticking to it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's I almost wild. feel like you know with day six they're like the sound is not you know that's like meld with like the k-pop landscape as of this point even though for like american people it's very accessible and totally familiar um so they're probably to me i mean i'm not jype but to me they're probably doing like the month to month like a exposure and then like b just getting people like used to that sound that like you don't really necessarily hear as far as like the big companies go and i mean you could even argue like with wonder girls they were already like trying to kind of you know explore that more instrumental sound back in the day i mean aka one year ago um but you know like i think it's good for them and i would honestly like argue that they didn't when they're like oh yeah like let them out of the dungeon but like they've got like a specific strategy as far as like day six is concerned like they don't promote on like the music shows and stuff like that i think they're trying to make they, like a real they did last band. Year, but like did they do a lot and like when they came out they didn't they really came do back it. They, they like messed up a lot too they only had one comeback it was during the end of got seven's comeback the other boy band at jyp and then like they went on music shows at the same time as got seven but like they obviously were new so they weren't really getting they only got like one song it's like i don't know and then they were supposed to tour and it kept getting canceled and then they didn't come back at all. And it was just like a mess last year that they were managed. Oh, yeah. I forgot about all that Orlando stuff. Yeah. It like, got pushed back twice and then just canceled. Well, okay. Orlando. But that was probably because of that one, like, you know, Ho in day six. He was like, <laughs> Ho went out with this. No, no. <laughs> no, 
No, that happened in like January, and they were supposed to like, go to Orlando. And, did they like, really? Did they really? It was like, early like, on last they year. They like moved it back though. Still, didn't they? They moved it. It was supposed to be in April that they came to Orlando. Then they pushed it back to August, and then they just like. But didn't, didn't they go. push it back like after he did that? Like right after? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't hmm. think so. Did that guy do anything like instrumental wise? He was um, keyboard. Oh, I well, think so. Which like those wombos, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really. Know. <laughs> you don't really need two keyboardists to be honest. I just think JYP, too many. I just think JYP does a poor job of managing any of their groups that aren't uh, like. Twice. Aren't twice. Any of their groups that are like pop Sometimes. artists, but especially now twice. I mean, they literally said like, we promised Wonder Girls we would, you know, give them staffs and give them jobs, but we kind of fell by the wayside when twice happened. Sorry, guys. Like, I think, uh, I think saying that uh, JYP is part of the mismanagement group is a little bit unfair because it's more like they mismanage a group once you hit a certain point. Because at the beginning, Miss A was perfectly well-managed. Like, they, they nailed it out of the park. And then once they hit, like, two and a half, three years, they're like, eh, nobody cares. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I'm just, I'm just speaking managers. of, I'm speaking of recent, though. Like, I mean, look at 15 But uh, that's, that's more what I'm saying is, like, you, you can count the Wonder Girls in that. That's an older group. So they were kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. But, like, twice, like, got seven still hasn't really taken a good enough break like they take Not a sure. break of like i guess we'll take a week off and then we'll be back at it again i mean <laughs> go, that's, that's all a part of the mismanagement though like them and then 15 and who hasn't promoted together like ever really isn't then, 15 and not a group anymore i thought they were officially split technically they've never really they've never officially like broken this, yeah they've it's never just more like gmin it's more like jimin never gets anything except for she has after school club and occasionally she'll release a song but you don't ever Who's hardly the hear other from one Bake, Bake you oh, she actually uh, releases music yeah yeah, yeah with she jb has, she, has yeah, she releases stuff yeah <laughs> yeah that's um but but yeah i i think i think they like kind of quietly disbanded that group to be honest i, I don't think yeah. that's the group anymore because they never they don't really seem to take pictures together that i've seen and it seems like they're doing two totally separate things at this point. yeah they were never yeah. really ever so i think uh, i think counting that one is a little hard because i think there's just a lack of chemistry and a serious lack of interest so it is what it is. But with the other groups, again, like I said, it's more like once you hit a certain point, then JYP kind of, not JYP himself, but JYP Entertainment sort of sours on you. Uh, it happened with Miss A, who got managed super well at the beginning, and then out of nowhere, they were like, eh, new things. Like, they like new toys. JYP is big on the new toys, right? Got7 was their new toy, and they promoted the living crap out of them. While, J while uh, 2PM was kind of like, I guess we'll do our thing and tour and do this stuff and make money this way. And then Twice comes out, Twice has been everywhere, and Wonder Girls are like, I guess we'll hang out and have a comeback every once in a while, cool. Like, that's just kind of how that label does things, clearly. So, you could say that's mismanaging, um, but you do get, like, a decent run on JYP. Like, you, you get a chance to be successful, whereas I think most times mismanagement is to, like, people who, and in some cases, it's people who don't quite hit their potential when they could have been so much more. Like, Miss A, I would say, is clearly mismanaged. Uh, to anyone obviously mismanaged things like that but, winner 
well, um, winner's still um, a group, so. <laughs> yeah, but, but like they're mismanaged right, <laughs> early but, on but their yeah, career. Obviously, you could say YG mismanages. I would say that's the one you could say easily, clearly mismanages, right? But JYP, I think, only mismanages their older acts. And that's, but they'll give you your shot. And for day six. Well, and day six, yes. But they day just six, don't know what to do with them. I do think day six is going to end up being in a different lane because like you guys said, they're not really like an idol group. I like, agree. They they have you know some idol visuals, I suppose, but I wouldn't really call them an idol group. I think uh, there's like one. Well, I more mean their styling. <laughs> I more mean their styling. Um, well, not it's actually group, funny. If you want to look more into Day Six, which you should, because they're super talented, they always go on. Is it Kiss the Radio? And they do all these covers. The covers, themselves, yeah. And they're fantastic. Yeah, like, it's they're kind of iconic. They should just yeah, be a cover group at this point because they're killing it. <laughs> one they have of yesterday where like Young K like does the saxophone with his voice. <laughs> it's wild. I don't know. Ever it's they're all fantastic. You should go go and explore tonight. And actually, uh, like day six is the reason I'm into twice. Cause when they made their cover to Ooh Ah, and I was like, Oh, I guess this is a song that I actually could like. And then I looked at twice and I was like, yeah. Wow, they're all gorgeous. So Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, we've been on day six and JYP in general for a while, so let's keep it rolling. Uh, we got a I couple. Knew that would I didn't actually. <laughs> I, didn't expect it. Uh, I would have left it near the end if I had known. But uh, all right. Uh, so we also had SF9 with Roar. So like, I have a pet peeve, and it happens in this music video. It happens in a lot of K-pop videos, and I hate it. Uh, I hate when people sit in like a chair, like a nice chair, and have a TV, like a small box TV on the floor. It drives me wild, and I cannot explain it, but it's like, you can't watch that TV. This is stupid. Everything about this moment is so stupid. There's no way you can watch the TV. It drives me nuts. So when I saw that scene, I was immediately like, I have to really try hard to give this song a fair shot. And I'm sort of glad that I did. Um, they do cool flippy stuff. That's awesome. The song was cool until the chorus. The chorus is straight hot garbage. Um, the like change of the beat, I hate it. It's terrible. I don't like it. I don't like the chorus at all, what they're singing. None of it. I just The chorus needs to go, and the rest of the song I'm fine with. Um, the choreo looks like it's cool, so I definitely need to go and watch it live because I'm actually curious. And I like that the MV was very simple. There's not like too, too much going on, not, many too, not too many room changes. It's more focused on like the dudes and what they're doing and the dancing and stuff, which is cool. I like that a lot. I like when music videos are very simple in some cases. And in this case, it worked for me. I wrote my notes say a little generic. I love the pre-chorus, the like so dangerous part. I love that. Like just the meter and the melody in that part is really good. And then I wrote, I don't hate it. I'd watch a live stage. Like that's what, those are my notes. So I guess. I respect that. Tim and I are on the same page as far as this song goes. I find the group themselves a little generic. Uh, they're like, San Francisco fetch, they're like they're, is that what that stands for? I actually have no idea, but like, it's probably <laughs> San Francisco <laughs> equally as ridiculous, so I'm I, just going to say it's that. I feel like they're the K-pop equivalent of like trying to make fetch happen. I mean, I wish the best for them, but they just like popped up at a time when there's a lot of big number boy groups popping up and unless they find some way to like individualize themselves they're gonna get lost in the pack they, I feel like now is like 2012 all over again when like EXO and VIX debut and there were all these like men like massive number groups 
debuting with like big group members and like all of them are lost now and you just have EXO who survived. I feel like this is going to happen again with all these groups like FS, yeah, like Pentagon and like SF9 or Hexagon, whatever the group is called. I don't know. There's a lot of them. It's one uh, of those gone groups. I don't know. One of those gone groups. Um, but um, yeah, I didn't care. The song wasn't horrible. I didn't hate it, but there wasn't much going on. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll watch the live stage and be converted. One of the members stands Vix Ken, though, so I kind of want to give them a chance just on that alone. Oh, my God. That's fair. <laughs> oh, sorry, what? <laughs> um, I thought that uh, they had, like, a lot of good, like, tricks in their dance and stuff, which kept my attention at least for, you know, three-fourths of the video until I switched it to, like, a GOT7 laugh compilation. Um <laughs> which honestly is like a pretty big feat for like a group I have no investment in. Um, but yeah, like I, I, like they did a lot of like, I don't know, fl- or flips, flips. Did they, they had a lot of good choreo. Yeah. Like tricks, I guess more than flips, but yeah, I mean, they're clearly talented and I, I re- remember vaguely like not thinking, thinking that the raps were like pretty decent. So, I mean, I'm going to let them simmer and see what happens next. Yeah, they, I, I agree with what Nico said about, like, <laughs> I have no idea. I, there are at least four, three to four groups that have debuted around the same time this year where it's nine to 12 members, and they each seem to do this exact same song to the exact same choreo. I don't know. It just, they're all the same conglomerate to me. And this didn't stand out any from that. I mean, it was it was fine. Like I was bobbing my head a little bit, but like I bobbed my head to a lot of stuff. So, uh, Ash, did you get a chance to check this out? Or Juliet? Do you um, have no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see. I've seen stuff around about SF9, but I was like, I've not heard of them. And there's 50 million boy groups and. Um, now I am going to check it out because you guys have talked about it, but, um, I have not heard the song or watched the video yet. So fail on me. Um, the only thing that I want to say is apparently their name stands for sensational feeling nine. Yeah, I of told course. you to be even more ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> 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 Just go with San Francisco. It's better. You all hate this group. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes, a bad name. Um, so we also have Block B. They recently came back with the song yesterday. I really don't like cute Block B at all. It's probably my least favorite thing in all of K-pop. So this song, like the minute it started, I was like, oh, great. And it sucks <laughs> because like, I want to like this comeback because I like Pyo so much. And I feel like I need to support him in everything that he does for the rest of his life for like the hard cards he was dealt. So. It was, it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, I really want to like the song. And I really like his part. Like, he looks really good when he's dressed up. And there's a part where he's in, like, a suit thing or, like, a like a nice dresser. I was like, all right, all right. And I like, like, in general, that happens during his part. But in general, I like his part a lot. I don't like the song, though. I really don't. And I don't like the choreo at all. Like, every moment that it goes to it, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. This is why you should stop. <laughs> Just do not do this to me. So I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not a fan. Uh, I just want Pio's part. Like separate it from the song. Give it to me. And I'll support that part. My only note for this song is not my cup of tea. 
That's it. In, in all Me and Nico today, dude. What what is this? <laughs> okay, we are synergistic in here. Like we are We're out here. complete same. But it just out. like I said, I don't know anything about about Block B's music though. I so this is like my first thing and I didn't like this at all. Well, this isn't what? like their music at all, so really? Because I feel like this is. I don't know. <laughs> I think they, it has been recently, I would say. Yeah, but it like, wasn't originally. Like, yeah, I, I love closer to the toy type music. Really? Because I love toy, and I've listened to a bunch of their other hits that I've been told, you know, oh, if you like Black B, you should listen to this song of theirs. And I haven't liked any of them. The only one I like is toy. So... I don't really know what that was, but like this song just kind of blended into the other Block B singles that people are like, oh, you should listen to this. And I'm like, eh. Oh, I don't think this is anything like most of Block B. Like no, old Block B? It's not upbeat at all. Like very good is not this at all. Very good is great. <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to like that song. That's right. Like it's not the same tempo. I mean, obviously they're not going to be the same tempo, but it's the same kind of like manic, like, I don't know, even like yesterday, it's a, it's a like kind of feel-good poppy song, but in a manic way. Like, that's Block B's thing and their edge, and I, I think it's fine for them, but it's not my cup of tea. See, I don't get that from this song, and that's why I don't really like it that much. Yeah, to, to me, this song is more in the line of like, um, I would say that it's probably closer to like her, but like a bad version of yeah. her. Like, for me... When I think of Block B, I want like very good. I want Nilly Mambo. Like I want them to just be silly and have a great time and be wild. I also have like a very, very soft, like hardcore soft spot because my son was in love with very, very good. And he would say it all of the time. Aww. And I was like, I can't, I love this song now. Like I'll just listen to it every That's day. Every yeah. So it, it's like that moment, every song that came after that was like, okay, but it's not very good though. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what you want. So it could be like, it could be that I could have a weakness for it, but I, I just, I get where you're coming from. I just think that this song is definitely closer to like her, but like a slower, not as good as her. And I don't like her either. So. All I have to say about this is that I'm glad it got number one and PO was happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at too. <laughs> like I just want good things to happen to him. Yeah, he's like literally a precious baby angel. And I just want everybody to know that he's also going to co MC in some cooking show. So please give that all your support as well because it's his first MC position. Please anticipate. Please anticipate. Please, anticipate. please, please anticipate. be patient. <laughs> what about you, Ash? Have you heard the song? Yeah, actually, I have. I actually heard it um, when I was walking home from work yesterday. So. Yay, so something something to contribute. But yeah, I've always liked um, Block B. And um, I, I'm ashamed to say it, but I used to get, I used to get Block B, BAP, and BTS confused a lot. Oh, um, yeah. Not I mean, anymore, obviously with BTS. Um, same. Not anymore. I was about but, to say, I used to feel the same genre. So I mean, it's not. Until I realized that Block B, as far as, for me, doing that sound, I feel like they're the superior group. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> for me, I like their songs. Better. I am sorry. I like Wait, I'm sorry. I have to completely disagree. Ah, uh, maybe I'm, I guess I'm just not a Block B fan because I think BAP and <laughs> BAP, sorry, that's Ooh. absolutely perfect. 
Oh, okay. And, and, yeah, like way above. Please. Well, I like their, so I was just say I like their songs better. But, um, yeah, with Block B, I, I like their new, their new single, which is the only thing that I've heard from them. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they're doing good. So, and I'm glad I'm hearing them. Usually if you hear somebody outside on the street, that that means they're doing pretty well, like twice you hear them a lot, you know, out of coffee shops and things, you still hear G friends. So for me, I'm like, if you hear a group like out on the street a lot, then it's like, okay, they're doing okay. They're actually bothering to blare their music out in public. So they're doing good. All right. Uh, so we also had cross gene came back finally, I guess, uh, with the song black or white. Um, the song is very violent, like, or not song, but like the, music video is very violent and my first thought was like is it october did i miss something like did the whole year fly? <laughs> what happened is it halloween is this vix what is going on i was like i was really confused because i expect this around the time of halloween when people start getting all gory and like oh my god we're so cool we're so goth we're a witch like that's that's when i expect that and this came out of nowhere um but it was interesting like it, uh i like the concept of them like fighting their inner demons is kind of seemed like uh even though it seems like they came out not ahead <laughs> throughout the course of this music video um but yeah it was it was strange it was very very strange to see this group come come back or come out of nowhere i'd never heard of them before so for me come out of nowhere and then have this like hyper violent music video uh with a pretty good song but i feel like the music video might have been too interesting like it, it might have been too involved for somebody who's never heard this group before because I can't tell you about the song at all. I can just tell you that the music video was interesting and I wanted to watch it to the end. But outside of that, like the song meant nothing to me. It was just background noise. So I, I don't know. For, for me, I think uh, I, I think more a more established group should have a music video like this, not necessarily a group, at least for me uh, personally, because it's not an established group for me. Um, not necessarily a group I don't know about because it, it seems like a weird way to introduce a group to me because I don't know their music. I couldn't tell you if anybody could even sing well because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it can be, it seems like um, a video that can definitely be a uh, make or break type of thing for a new group to do. I, I know this type of thing. Like I'm surprised this didn't get like a, like what is it, a plus 19 rating or something like that. I'm also I mean, surprised. This is like the most blood I've seen in a music video in my entire life, let alone in K-pop. Okay. I just this is a this was excessive. Like this took me this even took me out of the element. Like I said, like it was like Tim said, it was hard to focus on the actual music. But I did like the chorus a lot. Um, but coming from somebody that doesn't know anything about this group, like it. It can be the thing that makes me say, "Well, I'm not gonna continue to get to know this group at all," like, or this is the thing that like makes me done with the group. Um, well, I do know a little bit about this group. I've listened to uh, many other of their releases, and this isn't really my style. I prefer their "Amazing Bad Lady" or "Shooting Star" sound. But the only thing I took away from the video is I hate whatever effect they put on the film. It just reminds me of back in the day when I would edit pictures on Picnic on Facebook. 
it's that really gritty, like yeah, the grainy thing. Oh my god, yeah. picnic! <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> throwback. Thank you, Juliet. You're welcome. Yeah, I I feel that too. Like the the other thing that I noticed was like it felt very gritty, but not in like the way you would like a music video. No, it's to be like gritty. they just like push that slider all the way to the max. Yeah, and then we're just like, okay, now we're gonna film the whole thing like this. And it's like, all right. Like, yeah, guys, this is good. It's gonna it's gonna make the blood look great. Like, yeah, I feel you there. I was definitely like, this this is a little weird. Uh, Ash or uh, Alice, did you get a chance to check this out? No. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm I'm like kind of sad I didn't though because I know um, Juliet, you're a little bit hyping it up, right? You said like the promo pics look really good, and then what? Did you not? Oh, I was making a joke because they put out a one-second teaser, so I was like, check out <laughs> a one-second. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, God. Y'all didn't watch oh. it? God, I hate you. <laughs> okay, wait. The sarcasm did not come through. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, it would have come through if you had watched it, Alice. Yeah. Well, the minute, you said, honestly, the minute you said cross-gene, I was uninterested, so there's that. Everyone keeps saying cross-gene, and all I keep thinking is there's, like, a girl in our chat who calls Jin from BTS sock-gene. Instead of like, <laughs> like, like ever you saying that, and I just keep picturing Jin. It's fine. Sorry. Continue with this, this other group. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. But now that it's all a lie, I guess I have nothing to say. So, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> all right. Well, we we can just keep it moving. Uh, next up, we had NCT Dream with uh my first and last. Uh, so I I don't like the background music for the song at all. I think it's really crappy to the point where I probably would never listen to it again. Um, I don't know who that, who, whoever the poor blonde kid is, but like whoever styled his hair, you need to be fired. Like wh whoever you are, you're done. You're done That's here. We're done with you. Mark Lee, which it's terrible hair. <laughs> can, we, we, can we have a moment just of silence? For Mark no. because he's gonna be dead soon. He was <laughs> just in their NCT comeback a month ago. Yeah. He's yeah, been in like crazy. every single freaking comeback. Not I, even I a month him. ago. Like they just stopped promoting last weekend. I wish they That's I wish they wild. cared at all about his poor hair because it looks disgusting. I mean, pretty much everyone's styling is terribly crappy in this music video, but that poor guy. Like, I mean every time I saw him was terrible. They can't um, do much with it because it's already been fried to hell. So they're just like, we'll just keep doing the same trash. So they embrace the fry and like make yeah. it like, like not yeah. everyone like not everyone can pull off a perm like Park Jin Young. Uh, but it's, it's admirable of him for trying. <laughs> so also, in, in, anyways, yeah, uh, ugly styling in general. I also hate the dance, one hundred percent. Every piece of choreo that I saw, I hate. Um, but. I did like the cardboard box cars at the very end when they're racing around. That part was dope. Like when I saw it, I was like, I wish me and all my friends could do that right now because that is amazing. <laughs> there was a but part that, where they were, they were like in a circle on the ground and they like grabbed each other yeah. and pulled it. And that was so cool. That was so cool. I really like that. Tim is being a hater right now. Let me yeah, tell you. I mean, I'm not saying that it doesn't have its cool moments, I guess. I'm saying the majority of the choreo that I saw was garbage. That's it. Okay, well, they released a performance video today. You need to give that a watch. Because <laughs> I guarantee if these boys don't get, like, uh, like I know it's early in the year, but they deserve some kind of, like, best dance video nomination. Oh, okay. This shit is serious. back up. No, no, Nico. You need to watch it. It's, like, let me tell you, 
this performance video shows all of the video, like all of the damn image to glory. Okay, it, but it you, is also, a you also tried like, to tell me that Stephanie's dance was good. Or, I'm sorry, Tiffany's dance was good, so... Wait a minute, wow. Oh, that doesn't mean anything to me. Like, I'm sorry. But it mean I, I can't help that your taste is just so awful that you don't know. Oh, oh, oh it's me. Woo, fire, okay. Wow. Wow, I'm drinking the sorry. wine now. But anyway, back to, back to NCT Dream and my first and last. I actually Wait, liked the song. I want to support you, Nico, because I did not <laughs> think the dance was bad either. I remember there being a few moments where I was like, oh, like right They Shanna? do some shit in yeah, this video. It cool. Like, it's wild. Like, some of the stuff they do in the dance is just stuff that I've not seen done, like, ever. Like, there was at least one thing that I was like pleasantly surprised about. So yeah. that, know... that circle thing. Yeah. Go watch yes. the performance video. Yes. Like for real. I'm telling you. You know when Shanna yeah. and I log off, we're gonna watch that performance yeah. video. And it then we're gonna sucks. watch 20 shiny videos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean these say what you will about these boys, but I mean their dance talent is just out of this world. First of all, baby G song ticking at the beginning. I was like, what? Okay, so then there was that. They did a whole bunch of really cool ripple things throughout the video that I thought was really cool. And I was worried about them at first because I don't know how you can stay being a cute boy group for a long time. Or like how you follow up chewing gum. But I They're like really twelve, aren't this, they? So. Well well they're like fifteen through seventeen at this okay. point. Okay. They're, they're a 12. little older than twelve. None of them are eighteen actually. Yeah. None of them are eighteen yet. yet so yeah. I can't look at them. Like if it's done August second. If you can if you can't look at them without sexualizing them, then I don't know what to tell you. That's not it. It just I don't want to get invested in a group of young children. <laughs> this is this is the thing, right? You can say that, Nico, and maybe that flies for girls. I legitimately, as a dude and a straight male, cannot like anybody that is under like twenty one at this point. Because anything under that, people call me a pedo. So I don't like but, anybody under 21. But, but you've grown to like twice, and most of them are kids. How often do you hear me talk about their looks? All the time. Never. For a reason. Catch me outside me. if you think I do. This is what kills me. You don't, have about be, you don't have to be into members of a group or sexualize a group to be into the group. Like, why does that have to be a thing? It like, doesn't, to and I, I agree with you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that while that's true, nobody takes it that way. That's the problem. Well, it doesn't matter how that's anybody else takes it. It does because public perception is a thing that people deal with. It is, but when perception is wrong and rude, then that's what you have to go with. I mean, like, that's what you have to combat. I mean, nah, you just, I just, you the, I just don't talk like, about looks, yeah. and if you're below. 18 then you're 12 to me and i make i mean no no i get that <laughs> i mean if you're talking about like not discussing looks then that's fine like that's not something we have to do but that's not really something you have to do ever though like you don't have to discuss the looks of the people you're into musically like that it's the music if it's the music that gets you if that's what gets yeah, it's you k-pop yeah you do <laughs> yeah you do I guess that, that just irks me. Like that's just a pet peeve of mine. Um, I mean, but anyway, to be fair, I try not to like. I try not to even really invest at all in NCT Dream. But like, despite that fact, 
Chewing gum, super catchy. This song, I actually like this song. And like, if I like it, despite the fact that I'm trying not to like it, then, and I know it's gotta be pretty good. So, I don't know. NCT Dream is super talented. Yeah, they are really talented. NCT needs to cut out, like, I don't know. It seems like they have 50 million subgroups. I think they need only two. They only need, like, keep one. NCT U. 10 needs to come back. Yeah, we need 10 back. They can but, keep NCT Dream, and then they need to like combine NCT U. How one, dare you? No. Seven, and... no, sucks. No, ass. No. <laughs> Shut up. They need to combine. What is the point? NCT they all is make the, the same only music. good NCT. NCT yes, is the only good NCT. Like I they listen to Green same music. Seven cents every single day, all the days. Six cents, whatever I'm... it is, I'm the shit. <laughs> Agreed. I'm disagreeing as an NCTU fan because the only person I like in that group is Ten. Okay, that but song is straight fire, bro. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You don't have to convince me. Okay, I'm saying that it's straight fire. Like that's real for real. But what I'm saying is that Fire Truck's not bad. That song's terrible. Oh no, my god, you're terrible, Tim. Terrible. <laughs> that song is not like a song that's gonna be nominated for a Grammy because of its lyrical terrible. content. But it is a catchy song. It's, it's a, good. It's a bop. My niece loves it. Garbage. So, hey. Oh, that's fine then. <laughs> Your niece that. is not garbage. Her opinion is valid. That's why I said I respect that. garbage. I just do just want Mark to get a break. Like, he is in the That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no point in having 50 million he's probably dying groups. right now. And then they've got him in, like, most of them. All and of it's them. like Every All of them, can. yeah. Just combine them. If you want him in all the groups, just combine them. Make one big group. Poor I'm Mark cool Lee. with combining ones. Do not combine NCTU. I think they should get Mania. from a solo. But I think I think well I think Dream has to stay separate. Like those ones are just too. Well, yeah, I don't have a problem with Dream because they they're be obviously separate. very different. I would yeah. say Dream and then the other NCT group, and that's all they need. I feel like Dream and NCT and, and everything else. Still combined. members that haven't debuted yet. Jesus then make Christ. them a different make them a different group. Just don't stop the NCT thing. It's just confusing and I don't I, I just well, don't see any difference with what they're doing. I think if when they start breaking up into their sub like air, geographical locations, then it'll start to make sense to us why there's so many groups. I see maybe. a difference in that NCT the seventh sense was Bop. And everything else is. <laughs> I actually like most of NCTU, but the Seven Sense is just so freaking good that. Yeah, it is. It's the uh, best. I think it's the best NCT song for me. It was like the best yeah. SM song. It was. It was my nominee for best song of the year. So. It was also mine. Yeah. I don't think we think it's the best NCT use NCT song. I think we know it's the best yeah. NCT NCT song, <laughs> and it's almost objective at this point. Wow. I wish in the comments. Yeah. I said that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm already priming uh, myself to fight, by the way. <laughs> She's ready. Um, okay. So we're going to keep it moving. Uh, unless anybody else has to say anything about NCT Dream before we wrap this up. Cool. All right. Uh, so we also had, um, last but not least, of course, uh, Wonder Girls released their goodbye song, Draw Me. I think. Well, first, I want to commend JYP in general, sort of. I don't want to commend them too much, but at least the handling of this part and, like, the actual official goodbye was pretty good. Though I do think they probably should have given us, like, a, like a nice, pretty music, uh, music video that's, like, lovey and great goodbye. 
Um, but I guess that's probably too much to ask. I like the song a lot. Um, it's not like a song that I would listen to regularly, but when I heard it, I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm fine with this. I thought it was pretty lovely. Um, I thought it was like a really nice way to say goodbye. I don't have a lot more than that other than like, I'll miss the Wonder Girls. Uh, even if I didn't necessarily like where they went at the end, I do miss them and their impact and how important they are to K-pop. So um, like, honestly, since this is the official real goodbye, like I'll miss you guys, dude. Like it was dope to see the Wonder Girls do their thing. Um, they definitely got mismanaged at one point in their career. Um, but I do think that they at least got to like showcase something different and something special. And while it didn't do anything for me, it clearly did a ton for everybody else. So I, I'm glad that they got to do that before they said goodbye. Uh, and I'm glad that everybody got their their proper goodbye with this song that doesn't really have any like drama or nastiness around it, you know? I think the song was terrible. I think the song was trash. We deserve better. The Wonder Girls deserve better. JYP. You been wrote this song, so like the Wonder Girls wrote this song. Well, they should have <laughs> gave us better than it. Then we deserve better. They could have kept this for something else. How about that? I just Ooh. Think, <laughs> I, you know, the thing is... Nico, I, you're killing me, man. No, like, uh. I really do to love the Wonder Girls. And I just think this was mad disrespectful. Like, I think they just, like, gave us... I don't know, this offshoot final goodbye song. Like, this was... Come on. Come on. This wasn't of any kind of value. This wasn't of any kind of, like, caliber. This was just, like... I don't know. This, you know how rappers, like, I don't know if you guys know any friends that are rappers or anything. Well, you have people who write. They kind of always write on, like, tissues and napkins and things. Just things that pop up in their head. They're always writing little things. I feel like this is just one of, like, okay, well, I'm in the bathroom. Wonder Girls are disbanding. Let me just write something on a napkin that sounds kind of sentimental. And I'll, that'll just be the thing. Like, I don't think this took effort. It didn't take time. If it did, then they should get a refund. It just... Wow. Very we, like, this is your 10th anniversary. The last song you're going to put out as a group. And this is what you... get. Like, 10 years, this is what you give us. I, they could have kept it. And that's really sad because Wonder Girls is one of my favorite groups in K-pop, period. And I'm just disheartened by it. Are you saying you would rather them not put out a song, a goodbye song? Actually, yes. If 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 you're not going <laughs> to give me, like, a great final song, then I'd rather you not give me anything at all. Like, just say goodbye. In fact, that little goodbye video they did with uh, their song from the reboot album that could have been the last video song whatever and i would have been okay with that don't tell us you're gonna give us the final single and then have it just be this something that you've been through up in the bathroom like (laughs) yeah tell us how you really feel nico nico i appreciate in value your opinion but i highly highly disagree oh that's i don't think yes i do not think this is the best song ever in the world okay in if just judging it as a song it's okay however i think that's part of the reason why because it's more about the sentiment behind the song than the song itself 
So I think that's the main thing. Also, I don't know if this is the case, but I have a feeling that because of the situation that's going on behind the scenes, they probably, or in my mind, my headcanon is that they probably didn't have time to actually do a very great, big, bombastic goodbye song or else, you know, my thing, I would be mad because all of the Wonder Girls are now in this song. I'm like, where's Sunye? Where's Sohi? Like, they should all be on this, you know, for me to be a really, you know, real goodbye song. Hold on. Hold on, Ash. We we need to talk about this goodbye song thing because if the new rule in goodbye songs is that everybody has to come back that already left. Well, no, I'm just saying for like, if we were going to do like a real, you know, like with the way Nico's saying, like a real thing that That we're going to put all of our, you know, All of our resources into. But I think considering the situation, all of them are going into different things. Two of them are already essentially left JYP and are already working on other music. This is, you know, this is about, this is appropriate for the situation. You know, they put, obviously put some effort into it. Yubin wrote some of it. You know, they, they probably put, you know, their emotions and whatever into it and was like, okay, we're going to release this as a gift to our fans. And this is our goodbye. I'm fine with more than fine with that. And to me, for me as a fan, I personally, I feel that sentiment and I, you know, I can, you know, be happier with it. It makes me sad, but I feel like that they did it from a genuine place. Um, and I don't need the huge, you know, um, you know, six, seven member, you know, you know, great, huge, dramatic, you know, song that, you know, makes me cry tears in buckets, you know, when I can just, you know, I can do that alone in my room, you know, listening to Wonder World (laughs) and reboot on repeat. So I I do want to say real quick that uh, the entire song is you, Ben, and uh, Yenny. So yeah yeah there's nobody else on it but them yeah and i i mean and for me like i said i'm fine with that too i i don't know for me like i said it's all like your personal opinion like for me i always feel like the even with two of them staying at jrp i always felt like they especially now they've always done what they wanted and i think even with this whole setup that they were probably okay with that um and like I said, that's just my opinion. And also with the re, like I thought they were just going to be doing the reboot song, of course. So for this, to me, this was a surprise because I thought the reboot song was going to be their goodbye song. Um, and this was just an extra, you know, extra thing for me. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. So. I guess I was just say as a, a wonderful that I I was satisfied with this and you know I'm fine with it so yeah that that's just that's just my my opinion on the matter I don't I don't think in given a situation that they could have done any more than they did yeah fair enough moving on uh <clears throat> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna change the order a little bit so that we can put the news at the back and get through the quick stuff. Top finally left to the military. 
uh, top of Big Bang fame, obviously. Also, Junsu, uh, formerly of TVXQ, but also of JYJ, apparently also went to the military. Um, so those two guys are gone for two years now. No. I'm I sorry, like I oppose. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I oppose the use of the word finally. I think it's really <laughs> embellishing and making our news titles subjective and not into that. We should have just said that Top went to the army. I think that's more journalistic integrity, you know, than we should, Injecting you know, have. Your personal okay. Exactly. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I'm just saying that Top was very sad that he didn't go to the army and like he posted a bunch of sad Instagram pics with his thousand dollar bottles of wine and <laughs> his members, his members like posted on the, on his like Instagram post and they're like, Top, why, why won't you call us? Just FaceTime us, please. And then, and then, Young, and then Taeyang was like, Taeyang was like, please Top please contact us please it was <laughs> a mistake for all of us honestly honestly i'm pretty Is sure the at that that tang posted it was the saddest picture ever it's like top as a chibi artist like thing yeah and then all of big bang holding onto his legs honestly <laughs> but like top is their like weird eccentric uncle like how could you not miss him they love him like, i don't well see that's the thing i don't think the finally was like oh get him out of here it's just like his story about, about going to the military has been so ongoing. Like, Honestly, the, though, can, can I please? Year we've just been like top going to the military. Top, like, there's I understand. Story about it I understand, but can I year. please interject? Like, can I please? Just because the length of us talking about how his inner or he's going to the military is directly proportional to his effect on k-pop and how awesome not, he is and how Thank great you. top is no, no. Yes. Yes. Big, Bang is, big, Bang, big Bang is the biggest k-pop like group sure yeah, sure. sure. It's not Top's genius that made Big Bang great. I'm sorry to break this to you and your yeah, poor little heart. Yeah, but I mean, like, he Top's to it. Imagine Big Bang. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm not Big saying Bang that he didn't. Great dance moves, Tim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I'm not saying that he didn't, but acting like Top's good looks is enough for them to get past the good fact looks. that he was on. I'm sorry. 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 I'm let me finish True. acting like anything that he did you couldn't replace is ridiculous he did okay not... no. Hold on, hold on. no hold on hold on please please who's who's the person that's listening to big bang the longest here please let's take a minute you got three people about to fight you tim let's take a Be minute okay? <laughs> if you know big bang then you know that everybody's credit and the person who did the most work the person who sat in the studio the longest is gd there's no denying it no matter how much you feel about him no matter how much you like him why are we talking about gd gd ain't going in the army because acting <laughs> like has out. blown up K-pop and it's all him is ridiculous. Like, yeah, he's going to the military. No, yeah, I'm not saying that he's blown up. Man. That is not what I said. I said that his fame and a career is directly proportional to us hyping him going to the army. Was it if somebody be. if somebody from 24K went to the army, it would be another day. It would be another Tuesday. No, I'm telling you. When Rain went to the military, there was not this much craziness. Like, there were not fangirls throwing their panties everywhere, and Rain is way more important than Top. 
I would disagree as a rain I, fan. No way. No. No. no way. Rain, rain invented K-pop. Are you crazy? Oh my Literally god! Just because royalty. just because Rain invented K-pop doesn't mean that he's like the most popular well, or like I'm the not most. He's the most popular, but he's the most important. But like, but that's what I'm. Just because he's important doesn't mean. Listen, I'm sure there's people who like created different like song types, but like nobody remembers their name to this day. Yes like rain can be one of those people i'm just saying like just because like top still out like big bang still out there making hit after hit whereas rain was like i don't know at the army and he had like five singles i don't know like and this thing coming from a rain fan okay you sure don't sound like it i don't know what you're talking about no your card is about to get revoked oh i'm sorry i'm just telling the truth i'm just saying the truth he doesn't have the benefit of being on yg like he's on the most relevant label my thing is, I'm sad that Top is going to the military. It is a big deal. It's not worth 52 weeks straight of media coverage. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that's worth the And then the I'm saying that it is. So, so but, like, finally, I feel like... <laughs> but, so yeah. Finally, it's not like, get him out the door. Uh, yeah, it's not that. It's like, Look. after 52 weeks of us hearing about him going to the military, it's now actually happened. Like, 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 but the very fact that you're saying that there is this 52-week media coverage of top going to the army, blah, 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 it you. proves that it's worthy. Like, clearly, this is it's what not. people wanted to hear. It is. No, but why would people talk about it if it wasn't, though? Exactly. Because he's loved as, like, one of the most beautiful faces in Korea. That's oh, my part God. Of his I am, I am, sure, yeah. but, like, he's super part of his talented. Fame. I think we're going to be yeah. relatively him. talented. Whoa! What? Oh my god! I just want to say, oh to god. be fair, Top requested that his fans and stuff not come to his like enlistment or whatever. Yes. He wanted it to be low key, and they came anyway with these huge ass balloons and and whatnot and whatnot. And of course, all the paparazzi came, but he actually requested none of that to happen. So I it's not like he's doing this. It has nothing to do with him. It's yeah, I'm not blaming him. The industry, like, why? Do people, do we get 52 weeks of coverage when Jay Jung went to the military? Well, there was a huge, is. I mean, <laughs> when he came back, there is, I just Wait, saw. who just said that? Who just said that? <laughs> Cash me outside. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. We're going to keep it rolling we here. Yeah, we're, we're going to keep it rolling because yikes. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so we also, in less important news, and I guarantee you it's less important, we also have Eljo, who recently left Teen Top. Um, apparently. <laughs> uh, I like how that went. Oh, I, I purposely did this because we went from talking about a person named Top to talking about Team Top. So I did it uh. But anyways, so Eljo left apparently because uh, the label wasn't giving him the solo activities that he wanted and feels he deserves. The label then came out and said that they were trying to work with Eljo to give him the time that he wanted, but he ended up requesting that he could terminate his contract. Uh, basically saying that management didn't reach or didn't do their obligations as he wanted and uh, early enough. So Eljo's out. Basically, he's saying deuces and he's ditching Teen Top. It sounds like Teen Top's going to continue on without Eljo. So I don't know if anybody feels anything. I don't like Teen Top. So um, outside of the fact that they're like good dancers, but I still think this is probably a group that, I, I mean... It should die so that somebody else could live. I don't know. I'm I think sorry. I was yeah, like pretty clear about this on that last podcast, but 
I mean, I, I feel like I almost caused this because I really wanted Cap to leave and then someone else did. <laughs> but like, hold on, Neil's in Teen Top, right? I'm not yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I still firmly believe Teen Top needs to die so Neil can live. I'm sorry. Like, that's a fair point. Who is that? Uh, he's he is Taman Jr. That's who that is. No, <laughs> see, we don't need another Taman though. Taman is Taman. sure we do. We got plenty of room for that. No. Mm. <laughs> how's this solo? Good. I don't think so. How's Neil, how's Neil solo going? He's not on SM, so. It's not great, but it's good. Like his music's good. It's not I bad mean, music. But I mean, how's it going? I mean, it's not bad music. He's kind of ugly, and he he's on a small label. I don't know what you want. Like, I mean, people ugly people in small labels do well all the time. Like who? Yeah, I was don't about worry, to I'll say wait. I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> don't worry, I'll wait. You got to be good looking if you're on a small label. That's the way it works, dude. Them to the breaks. Um, Zion T, hello. Zainty's on YG, so yeah. you want to try again? Was he always at YG? No. He was on but was he always famous? And he was not always famous. So he when was not a chart he topper. Famous, he wasn't a chart topper until the very end when he was about to leave. And he was on Amoeba Culture that also houses Dynamic Duo, one of the most well-respected hip-hop groups of all time in Korea. So it's hard to argue that he was on a small label. Crush is also on that label. Once again, Amoeba Culture housing one of the most relevant Dynamic like duos of all time, so it's hard what to make the that argument. Dynamic duos. Yeah, dynamic duos. <laughs> dynamic duos. So no, I would say no. Ugly people on small labels don't often succeed. I don't know, man. Well, I guess we'll see. But anyway, what I was saying was, um, I think didn't the didn't the agency aren't they gonna go like the SM route and try to force him to stay in Team Top though? Like, they're going to try to make probably. him fulfill his contract. Yeah, he requested early termination, so I don't know necessarily what that means. Yeah, because they say that they were in the middle of, like, comeback preparations already, so they're going to try to make him stay, as far as I know. Which could get messy. Which Honestly, that would be, like, the first Teen Top stage I ever watched, just to see Eljo's salty-ass face <laughs> while he has to, like, dance with his group members. I can guarantee I probably still won't watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Does anybody else have anything to say about Teen Top? That's about it. Good luck, Aljo. <laughs> yeah, good luck. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, we also had Spica, who disbanded after five years. Um, I'm pretty sad about this one. Spica's way too talented. I guess they want to continue to try and promote uh, while they're all on separate labels and things like that. That's not going to work. I mean great for them and i hope it does but i don't think it's gonna work what a lovely uh, type dream yeah so i'll say like just because it's official it sucks and i'll miss you spica because you got some jams out there and you guys were ridiculously way too talented to be on the label you were on so they're too talented to be in k-pop to be honest Th that's fair <laughs> i'll respect that uh, i don't know if you guys have any feels about k uh k-pop well, that's fair. I mean, they weren't they weren't huge, so that's fair. Yeah, they haven't they done anything in a while. Queens, yes. They were way underrated, and they weren't promoted. They, they were, were just not. Yeah. 
for me, like if you needed to compare them to a group that's still around and still doing stuff, for me, they are the precursor to getting a group like Mamamoo. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say yeah. Mamamoo is like the right. final nail oh, in the wow. coffin. Yeah, like a group that has incredibly talented vocals, incredibly interesting vocal tones and sounds across their music and good music across the board. And then they're also like you watch their music videos and they have fun. They have a good time and they're clearly enjoying what they're doing. Like I don't care what anybody says. You don't love me was great. The music video, everything about I loved it. They just it. had so much fun throughout that whole I think, I think we gushed think, about it on this podcast. Like it's great. I think the problem is they're they were they are in the same boat as I would say like day six. They're kind of K pop like adjacent. Right. They're trying to find their way in this world where there's not really the same level of interest as like more mainstream K pop people. Like they would do really well on like an indie label and if they were held like to Mystic eighty nine. Yeah, and if they were like um if they were held to indie label standards, they would be doing quite well. But yeah. they're more of an indie group being held at K pop standards and it's just not really the same right i i totally agree with that and i think that um they you know they kind of laid the groundwork to make mamamoo work because mamamoo does things like spica but also does things like idols whereas spica couldn't do couldn't cross that border like they were they were closer to brown eyed girls but the thing that people forget is that brown eyed girls were able to make k-pop jams and do k-pop things spica didn't necessarily do the whole k-pop jams k-pop things they do have you know some jams that you could consider k-pop like i would say you don't love me fits there Mm -hmm. but they also had like songs that pushed it a little bit like brown eyed girls does but then they didn't have like the middle ground where they did k-pop things like they didn't go on enough shows that were like watched by the whole world that it had them interacting with enough k-pop idols and things like that and like mm-hmm. smaller groups really got to do that bigger groups get, can get away with it because they're on bigger labels they have more advantage but smaller groups can't do that and spica is one of those groups that didn't do that enough they didn't yeah. cross that border like when brown Eyed girls bro- like really broke out as a k-pop group they totally embraced it. They had gone on all kinds of shows. Like, uh, um, Narsha was on all kinds of shows. Yeah. Like, they they made their relevance known, and then people started to love them, and then they became, like, everybody's favorite older girls, right? And they, they made a lane for themselves. Spica, I feel like, had a little bit of flair for a little bit, and they just did nothing with it. And it, it's it's a shame. It's it's really a shame to see a group go out like this, but it's, it's also one of those things where it's like they might have been too talented to be just a k-pop group has anyone seen the list of songs that kim boa um singer and speaker uh all the songs that k-pop songs she's sung background on it's literally like a page long i'm not surprised her voice is fantastic like every k-pop girl group song you can possibly think of she's done background on i can see that that makes sense and she it's probably crazy. doesn't care about getting credit for it because she's Boa. Like, she doesn't care. So, um, I guess this is, like, a formal goodbye. Like, it, this is another one that's... I feel like it's not going to get as much love as it should, especially because it's coming literally at the same time as, like, the Wonder Girls. But this one, for me, hits not quite as hard, but hard. Like, I really love these girls, and I loved what they were doing, and, like, I'm sad. Like, I've been waiting for Spica to come back, and now it's like, oh, they're never going to come back. Great. It, it it's rough so um shout out to you spica thank you for everything you've done and thank you for your the wonderful music that you've given us at this point uh we also we we have some bigger news so um 
Hua Young of Boys 24, who's in some team that I don't care about because I'm not watching it, uh, recently got in trouble. Apparently, his ex-girlfriend uploaded a voice recording of him bad-mouthing his fans. Now, let me just say for a second, um, and I know that no K-pop idols are going to watch this, but y'all, we live in 2017, 2016, 2000 anything where everybody had like phones. Don't pop off at the mouth where people can record you, my dude. Honestly, though, like, okay, like, we're going to, I know we're going to get into this, but it only shows how terrible of a human he probably is, because she was like, "Mm, I'm going to set this hoe up, and I'm going to record him, and then I'm going to spill this tea when we're done, like, he was probably a terrible human being based on what he said, and then, like, the based on the fact that she was like, I'm probably going to ruin his career, but, like, lol, whatever. You deserve it, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I will say, uh... So in the recording, this is what's gotten what's gotten him in trouble. In the recording, he said, "I like being called Opa, no, not by fans though. That's fucking shitty." Uh, also, excuse the language, but it's got to happen. It's written here. <laughs> it sucks at high touch settings or high touch setting sessions. You know what those events were? Uh, we hold our fans' hands and greet them. We have to greet seven hundred to eight hundred people, and it makes me want to throw up. Seriously, their breasts smell like crap. So just to remind you, Boys Twenty Four, like legitimately not relevant right now. Oh my god, literally nobody. So the fact that like this dude's already popping off at the mouth, I don't know when this was recorded. Um, I know when it was released, which again, February 8th, but um because we don't know like when it was recorded, we don't know when he was saying it. But the fact that like somebody at this level would have the gall to say something like that, like maybe it's because I'm not a celebrity at all so i can't imagine putting myself in their shoes but if somebody like ran up to me and wanted to meet me because they've heard my voice before i would be over fucking joyed by the fact that and, somebody knew who i was like i yeah. would never think to be like ew <laughs> like, I just, look at, i know that there's like i'm sure there's things about being a celebrity like every job oh, of course they of course. are not they're not good and they are annoying but at the same time, it's like how long you've been a trainee and you've been training and accruing debt and stuff just to reach your dream, okay? And you're just starting out and you're already, I'm over it. Right. I mean, I. As this is literally the same thing I said in the chat, by the way. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I mean, here, here's the thing. And, and we bring this, we brought this up. Well, I guess we didn't bring this up, but it, it's probably it's been brought up before when we talk when people talked in general about Jay, uh, Jay Park, and when he kind of talked crap about like the the situation he was in when he was in two p.m. You know that you're gonna do these things, and you have to know that some parts of being a celebrity sucks. I can agree; it's probably weird and kind of gross to hold like seven hundred people's hands in one day. I can okay, see that also, let's put some quote marks around 700. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> like... <laughs> He's probably held, at least at this point, across, like, multiple days and multiple small fan meetings, 700 hands. In the so, I can agree to that. Right, so, so I can get it. And, like, I bet there's plenty of people whose breasts stink. Like, I get that. At the same time, your interaction with them is, like, 
five seconds tops, like five, 10 seconds tops, I should say. Less, less. Less, probably less. So like deal with it. You have, you have groups that are way more relevant than you, like Mamamoo, who literally have pictures where they're hugging their fans or like squeezing them, taking girlfriend pictures with them. And you are just some dude who's got to hold somebody's hand for like five, 10 seconds, tops, probably less. And you're already grossed out. What do you think it's going to happen when you become big? Like if you can hit the success that you want, everybody wants to be super huge successful. You want thousands of people at your fan meetings. What happens when you have a high touch there? And you've got a thousand people running down the line. What do you Here, do? Here's the tea. If if he was worried about snake breath and you know holding holding people's hands, he could have made a thing out of this. You understand? Like he could have done something cute, like bought like a specific brand of gum in bulk <laughs> and like gave gum to everybody who came through the line. And Nico. then you know, like I'm here on like signing <laughs> and everything. All right, Nico. No, I'm just no, no, seeing no. this happen in my mind. No, 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 like this sounds crazy. Nico girl, with what money? <laughs> like, like, oh wait, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you can buy like you can buy 150 pieces of gum for a dollar. And if I am not in a math is, class. I can't do not, this right now. Hand gum to 150 people in the you same You literally spot. can. You literally yeah. can. I'm Go just ahead. imagining going to the God <laughs> Seven. Be family. like, this is all I have to give. Like, here's some gum, and they would appreciate that. And you <laughs> going to the God Seven how family. bad their breath is. Like, what? Just be like, I love gum, so here's yeah, my favorite thing in the world. Like, literally, half the people are not going to eat it. They're going to take it, think you gave them a present, freak out, and then still give you bad breath. So, what do you mean? I would take it with the leech. You, should, you know what they should give you? Like a, a business card for a dentist. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, oh like, that's like worst. That's so worse. No, no. I mean, that's okay. easy remedy. Like, here, you have hand sanitizer if he's wearing it off the hand. Like, in the grand scheme of celebrity, this seems like the most minute, like, minute the most random, crazy iota of an issue to be complaining about. I agree. I agree. And you know what? That's why, because at the end of the day, this guy is going to become a grocery store convenience clerk. And I'm okay with that. I'm honestly okay with that. I hope his career suffers and he never gets to see a person again. Honestly, I know. I hope every fan that sees him stinks at him and then spits on him and throws shit at him. He's literally a trash human being. I hope he get, I hope he gets kicked out of Boys Twenty Four, and yes. I hope they become super super popular after he's gone. Guys, I'm gonna try to find the next Boys Twenty Four like fan meet. High touch. Make sure I eat some really like, like I don't know chichi gay or something yeah. right before I go. And then just and vomit right down his, his face. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is okay. I, I get it, right? We're not that big. This is on record. I just need you to know. Like, do we need to bleep this? Juliet, can you bleep? <laughs> can I just cut this out? I know that you No, can absolutely not. Together. He needs to know. The people need to know. Just feed it. Just feed it through one of those voice morphers. So it's like, <laughs> oh, we don't know what to sit. You, need to, you need to feed all the entrances through voice morphers, though. So, they don't, like, just don't what a shitty thing to complain about. Are you yeah, I mean, like, I think we're all in the same boat and and it's one of those situations where it's like this is such a easy thing for you to like not overcome. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
I get it. I've met people that have smelly breath. Like I work in a in, in an environment where I have to shake all kinds of people's hands and I got to meet people. And a lot of them are in IT. And for whatever reason, IT people sometimes forget how to shower. It happens. Like I get it. It's it's gross. You have to deal with it. It's part of your job. Sucks. Deal. Like I've never gone and run to somebody and been like, ew, nasty and complained about it. It's just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> this is what I encountered okay. in my day. Cool. And I continue on with my day and I don't care anymore. Like I've never called anybody crappy. Like when people call me a name that I don't want to hear, it doesn't bother me. Like I got to deal with it unless it's like very offensive. So deal with it. Like people are going to call you Opa because they like you because they want to be like next to you and they want to be important to you. That's why they call you that. Just take it. Just embrace it. Take it, whatever, and continue on with your day. It's the not that Honestly, easy. this hoe doesn't even want fans, yeah. so God forbid. Hold on. hold on, hold on. The thing is what? He, he is taking it. It's just in this private conversation, he let it out. And oh, I don't I'm think over he's it. a great person still, but I mean, it was supposed to be a private conversation from what I can tell. Great yeah, people don't say things like that in private. I, didn't, I said Thank I don't you. think he's a great person. Right. I, I know. It, and I, I, I do agree with that. Like, it is a private conversation. We did, uh, for this to happen, you somebody had to invade his privacy. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, at the same time, like, uh, to make it relevant to people in North America, I suppose, or, you know, the people who mostly listen to this, like, that's how we caught, Don, uh, what's his name, Donald Sterling, the dude who was the owner of the LA Clippers. He yeah. popped off in a private conversation yeah. where he just went ridiculous. So, like, you well, need to but be Donald Trump and then he was president, so. Yeah, because, yeah. because white people. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, so, like, you know, you, you need to be held accountable for the things you say. Like, I've been in private conversations where, like, people are just having fun and popping off of the mouth and having a good time. I still, if somebody leaked that, I would be like, yeah, I said that. I've never said anything to the point where, like, I would be in this position. And again, I'm not a celebrity. So maybe this is a thing celebrities complain about like all the time. I don't know. But this is the first time we've heard about it. So part of me says like, everybody has an iPhone and nobody's done this before. How did this happen? Unless you're just a terrible human being, I don't know. probably popped off before. The unfortunate thing though, is from what I understand, the way Boys 24 is going to work is that right now there's like four groups of seven people and mm -hmm. one of those groups gets to actually debut. So they're still in competition. Ooh. And I hope this isn't going to affect his other team members. I think it definitely will. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's sad. I think he just tanked the rest of his six members. So to the six that are stuck in this poor group with this terrible human being, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sorry this happened to you. Wait, is my dancer guy in the sky team with him? No, he's in the most popular group, Unit Yellow. Oh, that's amazing. Cool. <laughs> go, go Team Yellow. Everybody support Team Yellow. Um, all right, so let's move on to the other Hua Young that deserves some time. Um, and I think this is probably the more relevant story. So uh, I'm going to paraphrase. I, I took the time to read uh, everything that came out from Dispatch, as well as trying to keep up with this, because I've always been curious. This is like five years in the making, and I knew there had to be more tea than what we got. And boy, did we get served it. Finally, after five years. Um, so there was a member of Tiara. A lot of people know them. Uh, unfortunately, our podcast wasn't going five years ago, so we didn't get to talk about this. But there was a member of Tiara named Hua Young who left. Um, now, when she first left, she spilled a bunch of tea and tried to act like Tiara bullied her out. And everybody took her side because Tiara already had a bad reputation. And it, her leaving is part of the reason I feel like Tiara got such a bad rep in the West. 
um, they pretty much threw her threw Tiara down the well, and basically nothing Tiara could do could save them. Uh, luckily, recently this came back up because there was an issue with her attitude, and people have talked about her attitude before, and many people have tried to say she has a bad attitude. People haven't listened to it. Uh, finally, this came back up again, and her sister basically threw her under the bus on accident. So, to cover it quickly, she left the group in the uh, on the 30th of July, 2012. She also said, uh, reality without truth, and that was basically it. Before that, Hyoman had uploaded uh, a tweet that was like the difference in determination. A bunch of people retweeted it from the group, including some people like adding a little bit more to it. Uh, so now we're going to get into it because we got more details. We got people leaking it. People who were involved with the group and were on management before came out to talk about it who probably aren't with that company anymore. And that's why they could spill all this tea. Uh, it became clear that um, while uh, Hua Young was actually hurt, she wasn't hurt near as bad as she implied that she was. Uh, she showed up late to the original rehearsals for their Budokan concert, which was their first concert at, at Budokan. Um, she basically needed personal time and Hyoman originally was referring to that part of the situation when she called her out. Um, moving forward, she, uh, it, it came out that Hyoman also talked to Hua Young and was like, yo, you can't do this. Um, and Hua Young raised the volume on her headset and did not want to talk about this conversation with Hyoman, who has been in this group for literally since debut, as far as I know. Uh, I don't know enough about Tiara, but as far as I know, she's been there since debut. Um, she then uh, got transported early to leave because she had her leg hurt, so she had to leave. She said she needed a leg cast. Everybody else, including the managers and the hospital, said, yo, she doesn't need a leg cast. Japan's hospital also said, yo, she doesn't need a leg cast. She'll be fine, but she does need extra attention. Uh, Hua Young was like, nah. I need a leg cast because I'm hurt. And then she went from the hospital back to the hotel room and decided, hey, I'm going to get my nails done because why not? I'm just chilling and I'm resting and I need rest because my leg hurts so bad. Um, and she was like, I can't perform at the concert. I might as well have a good time. So Tiara, because of that, had to change everything to a formation with only seven members. Literally the day before the concert, apparently, they had to change the formation for approximately 22 songs. And not only the members, but the sound, the lighting, all the staffs had to deal with it. So their rehearsal went on for like eight hours. Uh, so everybody got like three hours of sleep, essentially, before heading out to Japan. Uh, everybody was tired. Everybody was grumpy, probably, I'm sure. And <laughs> and then Hua Young joined the staff and was like, eh, I don't have to explain myself, essentially, you know. So or she, she came after the rehearsals, right? Basically, Tiara wanted to hear an apology from her and her to appreciate the fact that they work so hard and she didn't do that she apologized in a press conference in front of all the other reporters and she also expected all of tiara to basically say don't worry about it you're hurt it's fine blah blah um clearly tiara was not down with doing that because they were mad and they felt like they were jaded uh things spiraled out of hand and things got bad right uh, eventually they recon they reconciled they were able to work things out um, apparently Hyoman tried to address the situation and have a sincere conversation. And it sounds like Hua Yang was like, yeah, sure. Okay. We, we can work it out. My bad. Um, uh, then apparently Hua Yang's sister, RM, 
or no, I'm sorry, that's somebody else. Uh, Ho Young's sister, Hyo Young, sent a text to Aryum, who's a member of Tiara, and got crazy. <laughs> and people got scared. Uh, people were real sad. People were upset. And Hyoman was like, yo, you need to go resolve this situation. And so Hua Young left the uh, locker room or the, the little dressing room crying, talking on the phone. And essentially, that's basically when she got kicked out of the group or she was removed from the group. Part of it is the fact that her sister sent crazy text messages doing crazy nuts things when she didn't know the whole story. And uh, part of the issue is like... We knew that Hua Young ran out of a dressing room crying, so people thought she was bullied, things like that. But as the story came out, it's very clear that like both people are in the bad. Like every part of the story, everything that everybody said is that Hua Young was kind of being crappy. Like she basically was just doing what she wants. She she had a bad attitude, which people have already talked about after this fact. They've talked about the fact that she has a bad attitude. She's hard hard to work with. Um, so this is just more on top of that. And there's like a whole long story from Dispatch where they literally spilled the tea on everything. They even used the term water has been spilt. Like, <laughs> like they spilled everything. They told you everything. They give you all the details. They talked about the fact that like all of these crazy things that came out, like um, uh, Hua Young being force fed rice cake, uh, Hyoman stabbing her eyes, like all this craziness that supposedly came out didn't happen or it wasn't true. And it was just a way to kind of shade Tiara and put Tiara in a bad spot and make Hua Young look like the victim. Uh, it's very clear that maybe both of them could have acted differently. Like from everything that I've read, maybe it could have been handled a little differently. But it sounds like Hua Young had a bad attitude and not the dedication that's required in a K-pop group. Now, you might say maybe that dedication is too serious. Cool. I agree with that. Like I definitely think that some people do crazy things for their k-pop group because they don't have another opportunity or another choice but it is worth noting that like everybody else was there and everybody else dealt with the exhaustion and everybody else dealt with this pain and she didn't she just was like no I, i'm not gonna do it like i guarantee you tr has been injured before i guarantee you tons of other people in other groups and we know for a fact have been injured or hurt and they've worked through it now, if you don't like anybody working through it, I get it. And I could see why you still side with her. But at the same time, you have to understand that that's not the attitude that they have. And that's not how they handle things. When people get hurt, unless you're seriously injured and you can't do anything, you still do stuff. When Jae Jung like destroyed his leg, he still was on stage to sing and still did stuff. And everybody knew ahead of time and they could handle it. They could deal with it and they worked through it. So it is worth noting like there is a precedent before this and it does look real crappy on Hua Young's part and especially because her sister essentially admitted to like threatening another member of Tiara and then coming back and being like no it's not how I said it exactly um it, it just looks really bad and like I, I'm not a Tiara fan <clears throat> I'm not gonna cape for Tiara because I <laughs> there's some stuff that they've done that I just don't like at all wait but wait you're not a Tiara fan but you just talked for eight minutes about yeah. He it's important. I don't even care about them at all. Like, I literally don't. My favorite member of that group does nothing by herself, essentially. It's Unjung. And all she does is act. Like, cool, whatever. But it's relevant. This is this is relevant news. That's the only reason I've 
taken the time to read about it because I wanted to know. I want to know this tea. This is tea. Like this tea being spilled everywhere. Five years of tea. Tim's, in the Tim's bias is tea. That's all. It's I all. love tea. Oh, I love spilled tea. Oh my god, are you kidding me? So it, that's the only reason I'm bringing it up. But like, I'm not going to cape for either one. Is the point? Like, I'm not a Tiara stand. I'm not a Huayang stand. But what I did see is that there was a lot of room for misinterpretation, and everybody just sided with Huayang because she was by herself. And so the minute you're by yourself, you've been bullied. That's the way the world works. And this is one of those situations where it's clear, like, she just had a bad attitude. And everybody didn't like the fact that she had a bad attitude. And Tiara got a real bad rep for it. So I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else cares about this. I don't, I don't know. But it's worth spilling the tea about it. I wish I had something to say, but I don't. I think you had a very thorough synopsis. Yep. Only thing for me is I think it's kind of crazy because I was, even though I was very involved in the fandom at the time, and I remember all of the, like, Tiara as a group got it so bad um, because of that scandal. And obviously their career in, like, Korea has never been the same. I mean, when they first blew up, they were, you know, people were saying they could have been the next, you know, they were competing with 21 and SNSD at the time, as far as being like a higher tier girl group. And I mean, you heard about them everywhere. And then after the whole thing with um, Hua Young happened, it just like, is sunk like a stone. I mean, not that they're doing bad now. I mean, there's, I mean, they're still going strong. I mean, they're making mad money from China, but um, what could have been if the whole scandal hadn't happened. And like I said, they were done so dirty by like the netizens and people, I mean, they were hated. They were hated. It was really bad. So it's just interesting. What are people saying now that all of this has come out? Do you think they'll gain any more popularity now that this is out? I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like if they came back, with a really catchy song that they could maybe position it as like their comeback tour sort of thing. But I don't know. I mean, they're older now and I don't know. I, I get the feeling that maybe it's just one of those situations where it's just, it's happened and the time's passed and yeah, they're going on to other things now. I mean, they've forgot, probably forgotten about it and they've moved on. Everyone's moved on and, they as just rather, they're probably rather not they even, you know, think about it anymore. People yeah, in their, I was going to say, the, the biggest thing is like, and why I still think it's worth talking about is people, even at their last, com their last comeback, talked about the fact that they were bullies. So it's clear that like people haven't gotten over how this. this oh, no. Yeah. Goes. No fans have definitely not gotten over it. <laughs> K-pop fans and people in Korea. I mean, they still get they still had that bully label on them from five years ago so uh, i mean yeah. yeah all right uh so i mean last we have cube uh <laughs> so um beast left cube they're out Deuces. uh they want to continue as beast on another label i believe they're all in a smaller label called around us uh entertainment as far as i know it's their own label they're... oh it's their own their own label you're right i'm sorry respect to respect to them for starting their own label my bad uh so yeah they have their own label around this entertainment and uh they were planning on promoting as a group 
Cube decided, I shouldn't say decided, Cube said, no, Beast is ours. It's our group. We made it, so we own it. And we are bringing we are bringing Beast back with three members, including Hyunsung and two trainees. Now, my dude, the young Hyunsung, who did not want to be in this group ever, was like, yo, dog, I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He straight up said, I have not heard about this since I was born, which is my new favorite. I don't know her. <laughs> I've never heard about this since I was born. <laughs> and he also said, I have no interest in being in this group, and I don't plan on doing it. So... Q basically decided to tell everybody, including the members apparently of this new beast, that they're going to make a new beast and it's going to be great and wonderful in a trio and Hyunsung's going to be in it and he apparently is not living for it. Around Us Entertainment is like, yo, we also didn't hear about this, so we need to have a conversation. Um, Maybe that's why um, Beast left the way they did then, if that's actually true, because <laughs> they were like, oh, Cube's going to do the same thing to us, so this is the only way we can get through to them. Like, <laughs> we'll just leave and let the press tell them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I really thought, I, I'm going to be real, um, and I, <laughs> I was talking to my friend earlier when I was talking about the situation, but I really felt like JYP was kind of dropping the ball coming into 2017 with kind of the way they've handled things. Like the fact that they took down Wonder Girl's poster before they announced they were going to be gone. And then they took down Miss A's poster and replaced it with just Susie. I was like, you you guys are being shady. And then Cube came out of the corner and was like, hold on, hold my beer. I got this. <laughs> it just went messy, like straight up super messy, ca- capitalizing on the fact that they had all the four minute drama where they basically told the fans, if you don't like not this year, but last year basically told the fans, if you don't support this next single four minutes gone. And then turns out, bam, they're gone. They're done. And then you have CLC who releases a song. That's literally just like cube went over and was like, Hey, uh, we lost four minute. Can you remake four minute Hyuna, real quick for me? But I need you to teach some girl to rap just like you, but way more annoying and give them a four minute song. And we'll just make them the new form in it. It'll be fine. And they were like, man, we really ran out of boys, huh? Hmm. I guess we could just remake Beast at this point, right? We own the name. Let's just make it a trio. Let's not tell Hyunsung he's in the group. Forget it. He'll just join anyways. He'll be fine. Like, it's crazy. We just got started. We just hit February. And and Cube is already showing their ass, like, repeatedly. So, I don't know. It's it's just funny to me. Like, it's not funny. For Beast, it sucks for them, but it's funny like that Cube just genuinely wants to tank their whole company. Like they just don't care about keeping their company afloat at this point because this is not how you handle things. Honestly, like my favorite thing was like I get a portion of my K-pop news from Reddit, and my favorite thing was like just scrolling down sorted new posts, and I just saw uh Hyunsung claims that he is not going to be part of this group. And then underneath it, I literally saw Cube announces Hyunsung is going to be part of two training. <laughs> so, like, these people are probably getting this news, like, one after the other. And it's, like, literally, like, back and forth. But, like, all it's, like, so messy. And, like, poor Hyunsung was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I usually don't, like, air out my laundry. But, like, this is so whack that I have yeah. to say something on my IG because this is out of control. I don't know if anybody else has anything for this, but like, this is... What are they thinking? Like, he was the first one to leave. Why would you think he would come back? Yeah, yeah and I and I saw, like, a Reddit comment that was just, like, everybody hates Hyunsung for leaving Beast, and then you're going to put him back into Beast, the group 
that has the fans that hate him for leaving and then you're going to put him with two new nobody trainees and whereas like the actual members of beast minus hyunsung like have left beast or cube and like are trying to play this like their own group and have this whole underdog story like you really think that like the outcome of the story is going to be like all the fucking beast fans are like mm, hyunsung and like the two new trainees and a three-person male group like what the fuck does that even mean like <laughs> Like, like that's going to succeed? Like, nah, I don't think so. I think it's funny that a while ago, everybody was like, or a lot of people were like, oh, Q is going to be the next, like, big three. And now they're just, like, tanked. Yeah, right. They were knocking, literally knocking on the door when, like, two, maybe three years ago at this point, when JYP was basically falling out because they hadn't figured it out. Like, it was before GOT7, it was before TWICE. They just, they were failing. And it was like, oh, the replacement's going to be Cube. They got Form in it. They have Beast, who's killing it. They have BTOB, like, like all these groups that were starting to get steam or whatever. And then in A-Pink, obviously, A-Pink, huge seller. And then it's like, nah, we're actually going to tank everything that we got. <laughs> like, we're going to... We'll show you. We're not going to be successful. The biggest, right. They were like, we're going to be the biggest rising star, and then we're going to crash to the earth like a freaking meteor. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, I feel bad for cube stands because there's always stands of, like, a whole label, right? And it's like, you were right there. You were on the cusp. Like, you could have taken that spot. Because it was basically, like, you and whatever AOA's label is that were fighting for this spot. And both of those labels basically at the same time were like, ah, we, we actually don't want this spot. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought FNC was going for that spot. They were close. They were um, just behind cube when they were like at their most successful oh, okay i mean part of the reason that aoa's entire image changed was because aoa's k-pop image sold better so yeah oh also ash is here hey ash remember when you told me that aoa black was going to come back last year <laughs> what happened to that wow gotcha <laughs> did she die she might have died now i feel bad <laughs> <laughs> she's not here to defend herself yeah, she's not. Like, she, she uh, caped for them so hard and was like, they're definitely coming back. I was like, there, there's no way. It's they're not never happening. It's never happening. Um, all right. Well, if, no, <laughs> if nobody else has anything to say about Cube and them I mean, trying to dig the biggest grave they can. Good luck, B2B. <laughs> yeah, good luck, A-Pink. Please let you know MG free. Oh, no. You know, I was going to say that B2B has um, that one hoe who's in Goblin, but never want mine. That's B1A4. Just kidding. Dang. Good luck, Cube. Good luck, Cube. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. A, a pink, yeah. sweet Anji, please save yourself. Run, run, <laughs> run while you can. Yeah. Please don't take your entire group with you because if you do, then they'll make a new A pink with the one person who stays. Um. All right. Well, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and wrap the show. That that's it. Unless anybody else has anybody else has anything they want to mention at the end. Nope. Okay. Uh, I I would like to. BTS is coming back. There you go. And and things not related to BTS, <laughs> but um, uh, so uh, this is a K-pop podcast. But for those of us in the West here in America, it's Black History Month, and I would just Ooh. encourage you all to you know go to your local libraries, do some research. Black history is American history, and I would just like you all to just indulge in what that means. Thanks, everybody. I like that. Thank you, Nico. Thank you. Uh, I definitely agree. That was that was super sweet. Well done. Yeah. 
Nico with the the straight great pool. Um, I know. All right, and well, now we're we're out here trying to like degenerate the podcast, and Nico's ooh, trying to spread. Man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So most likely, with how long we ran, uh, we're, we're gonna have a special, probably like separated special episode. Uh, we're basically, yeah, yeah, a little bonus episode at some point. Um. Basically, a lot of us got, uh, you know, over the course of this podcast, we got drunk or, you know, had a lot of fun. But yesterday, we, we decided to add a little game. So there's going to be a game, a uh, special episode where we just are silly. Nothing. There's going to be nothing serious about it. Like, we're clearly just going to be here. Unless Alice decides to fight someone. It and might that get, might be serious. It might get Turn on your location. <laughs> Cash me outside. How about that? Insert a meme here. I will be there. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I literally couldn't make a trailer for a future episode any better than what we just got. Uh, so if you want to hear <laughs> us play like a stupid, silly game just for fun and be ridiculous, uh, we will release the special episode for all of you guys to enjoy. And if you don't like it, we'll skip it, whatever. Like this podcast isn't going to change. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe to us, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, not your, or I'm sorry, soundcloud.com slash not your average netizens. Um, please subscribe to us, leave us comments. We do try to interact with you guys. Literally the reason that you got that wonderful got seven podcast with wonderful chalice is because of SoundCloud. So um, shout outs to everybody on SoundCloud that talks to us. We do read them. I literally try to respond all the time at work and it won't let me. I'm so sorry. But I, I do try and then I forget when I get home. So uh, I'll, I'll try to reach out to you guys more. But thank you guys so much for listening to us there. If you would like to listen to us on iTunes, if that's easier for you, you can search Not Your Average Netizens and find us on iTunes. Um, please rate, subscribe, leave us stars, all that good stuff. It helps us so much. It helps people notice us. If you would like to follow us on Tumblr, it's like NYAN podcast, yes. but you can also go to notyouraveragenetizens.com and it routes to our Tumblr currently and you can follow us there. So give that site all the clicks so that we know that you guys are going and so that we can make it like a real location for you guys to maybe get news from us. And not um, just about seven dumping ground. Yeah, yeah. Okay, first thing I want to say is oh. that um, Tim, I did not cape hard for AOA Black um, yes, because <laughs> I was just trying to say that because uh, Wonder Girls had their band concept, the AOA was going to come back with their band concept as well. I was nope. not caping hard for them. You did cape hard. I did not cape hard. I'm not even an AOA fan. I'm going to go back and find it and cut it out. And put it on Tumblr <laughs> so you go back and find that exact clip of me saying, I I am so I'm caping hard for AOA. You literally told me AOA Black is going to come back. I told you. Literally. Okay, I admit I said that, but I didn't say that as a fan. I said that as looking at the trends and assuming that Wonder Girls was still going to be together now and be a band. And if that was going to happen, AOA probably would have come back as a band too. <laughs> but that's what I was caping for them. Okay. What, what else What else do you have to say before we say goodbye? Nothing else. I had to, <laughs> I was like, 
I could not get my thing to work. And you're like, oh, remember AOA Black? I was like, why you gotta break balls, Tim? <laughs> why? Well, I'm glad that you came back because we're saying goodbye. And of all the people, <laughs> you definitely need to say goodbye. But before we do that, you can also get to us on Twitter. Please do that. NY, or you can tweet us at NYAN, or wait, I'm sorry, NYA Netizens. <laughs> and then you can also email us directly, netizens at gmail.com. Um, so from all of us, from wonderful Ash in Korea who caped for AOA Black, uh, for else, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> 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 I'm